welcome and welcome. Welcome uh, and welcome. Welcome and welcome wow. to another episode of Video what a welcome. Game. I know. How many welcomes can you have? Welcome, in one welcome, episode? welcome to Video Game Book Club with your host, me, Connor Mason, and my co-hosts uh, are around me. Yep, uh, me, me, the me, James Mason. Me, Trevor Mason. And us, Nick Fugelberg. Great. Awesome. Um, so, a bit of a hiatus since we've last talked about games, but... Not that you'll know, yeah. well, dear maybe listener. They, maybe they would know. Um, but we're here to talk about Star Wars Squadrons and give our best opinions on this game that not all of us finished. Uh, anyways... So, first impressions. I mean, I can talk about the the backstory, but I don't know. Just gut gut feeling. First word that comes to your mind when you hear the word Star Wars Squadrons. Nick. Complex. Okay. <laughs> James. Eh. Trevor. Mid. Mid. Okay. Mid. For an actual word. Mid. Okay. I think "eh" is a word, but <laughs> it's like the Simpsons episode where they get asked if they want to go to Legoland, and they go meh, meh and that's where meh, meh came from. Yeah. You're meh? Oh, that I, whole I guess. quote is yours? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say... <clears throat> well, in a phrase, I would say trying too hard. Trying too hard, okay. Um, I believe you could say try hard. Try hard. There you go. I Thank think... Could have been cool? I don't know. I don't know if they're right. Yeah. If the game was more playable, it would have been more enjoyable. Yeah. We'll get into it. But, okay. For those of you that don't know, Star Wars Squadron is a, from Wikipedia, a space combat game set in the Star Wars universe, which I thought was a funny way to describe that game. Yeah. Um, well, because you, you can't say aerial combat. No. Because it's not. No. It's space combat. No. And I will get into that yeah. as well. Um by Motive Studios, which I, I'm sure they've done other stuff, but I don't know. Um, Dude, it's an it's an it's a sub EA studio. I was gonna they say, could have done any number of things. Thing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh but it's set after Return of the Jedi. Um and so you have the classic factions of rebels and non rebels. Okay, so and is it explicit in that time frame at the beginning? I think okay. so. That it's post Because as you said that, I was like, I know it's in the original trilogy, but I don't know where it falls in that. So the game starts out with the explanation of the destruction of, what's that planet? Yavin? Oh, Alderaan? Alderaan. And then it talks about how like the, the, the Republic was scattered after that point, but the Empire... Uh, basically, after after the after the first three movies, the Empire was the ones who were scattered. Like the it was kind of broken uh, up, okay. and that's the whole reason for the formation of this. These squadrons are to keep keep pushing the gas, like the, to show that they're not the, the 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 Rebel Alliance is not over. Basically, oh okay, so okay. It's pretty. It's pretty yeah. Explicit. The the time jump yeah takes place beginning and then after Return of the Jedi. Um, but who, okay, so who finished the game? None. Didn't you finish it? No, I gave, I gave the... At what point did you give me the HOTA? So, I, I gave it, so... What's a HOTAS? We'll get into that. 
We'll get into so many things. Uh, the the mission where you become a support character or support ship, uh-huh. where you're sending out things. I played that mission and it was so drastically different than everything else I was doing. Yeah, I got incredibly frustrated just because. Yeah, like I died once, maybe twice, and I was like, I nope, I'm done playing this for right now. And then I gave the the it's a flight stick that. I actually don't know why it's called a hotel. I assume it's hands-on throttle and stick. Ah, there you go. So, basically, it's a fancy schmancy joystick setup which, for flight sims on PC. Which or well, or PlayStation or Xbox. It's true. Which, I guess the one you, you got was for PS4. Which, yeah. yeah. So that was cool. That was I had high hopes for this game, so I I started playing it and using the controller, and that was that was interesting. Checking out the different. Uh, control schemes and like what I thought felt good, and then I we started talking about a flight stick, and I was like, that will make this way more interesting, and it did. Yeah. Um, there were times where I felt super badass, and then other times where I was just, it was really frustrating. So, yes. I feel so. like the standard controls are super fiddly. Yeah. It's well, way, I don't know. About, it's, I don't think it's the controls. I think it's that it's a space fighting sim. Just the very nature of you being in space, you have very little sense of space, which is ironic given the name space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so hard to tell where you're at. Everything is way farther than you think until it's, oh, oh now I'm past it. Mm. Like, it's just an awkward thing. You, Yeah. Flight sims are good because you have the grounding of the earth. You always have a base. You keep going with the puns with the grounding. <sighs> it's just... That I think is its biggest problem is that it's all in space. There are no. There's nothing to give you any kind of no scale. Planet missions, the, and some of the space missions are kind of cool, but all of them, it just is so hard. It's just hard. Yeah, I think that that is the the baseline. Like this, you know, the phrase like difficult to learn, mm-hmm. easy to learn, you, difficult you, to master. Yeah, difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And that's like it was neither of us. <laughs> well, yeah, I want to say difficult to learn and difficult. To I, for the most part, I think that phrase is kind of bullshit, especially in a regard of difficult to learn, easy to master, or whatever. Like mm-hmm. difficult to learn. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to break down this silly difficult phrase. Difficult to learn. Difficult. It's, it was difficult to learn. I'll just say that. <laughs> okay. It's, anyway, it's because the phrase. Is, yeah, you have it back. Back on track to how far we got. That means makes me think. I think I got the farthest then, because I looked it up. Said there were twelve missions, and I quit after mission ten. So blew us away. There were <laughs> so, only twelve. Mm-hmm. So maybe I played more than I thought, but I felt like I didn't play that much, and I still granted well, that was a, felt like I played a lot. That was, was a Google, and I don't know what was the last mission you remember. <sighs> Mine was there was a big old space station. As the Empire, you were protecting it, and then. It kind of flips halfway through, and then you have to attack a certain thing, and then it like morphs into a an escort mission, where you're escorting someone out. I think. I never switched back to the Empire after the tutorial missions. Oh, okay. I didn't either. Okay. And so I don't know how far that is. The it mission was right before. May, that, it was maybe the mission after you first capture the Star Destroyer. That. Oh, I see. I got stuck even before. I think I got stuck after the second mission was like this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to play this. And then you brought over the Hotas, 
and then from then I played. Was it the mission where it tries to teach you how to basically power slide, and it's impossible? It's so hard. It makes no fucking sense how to do it. It's actually really easy. It is very easy. The tutorials do not explain it well. The tutorials make it very difficult. Yes, Uh, the whole that was probably one of my biggest gripes with the game is that it would, it would give you a tutorial, and make you hit the buttons to do it but not actually explain why you're doing it yeah and then it's like we'll do it again or or i'm gonna throw you in the deep end and you have to have this thing mastered and you're gonna get your shit rocked prove your mastery of this thing that i have mentioned once yeah like certain games it's funny how sometimes the tutorial will just like repeat the thing you need to do so you learn it really well Mm -hmm. or it'll have you do a mission that just employs that specific thing enough times to get you used to it and in practical purposes so that you can which understand the application for it which to me if your dog fighting happens almost immediately Mm -hmm. in all the tutorial missions you would think that being able to do a not a j-turn what do they call it uh boot uh power slide or whatever yeah the the one the quick 180 Mm you would think that would be a really quickly taught yeah lesson because i remember trying it and it's like it wouldn't work like i didn't know what i was doing fun fact that is called an immelman in real life oh in space is it called that i don't have any idea so that is the sort of thing that has things working against it is your mind instantly goes back to like Star Fox 64 and it's just back and b and you just do it you just do a backflip you know Mm -hmm. and nothing is like that or you or, can't and i don't know if it's because of the lack of gravity that it, nothing okay. feels good like that i was gonna say but it's just like oh sweet i'm gonna try to do a backflip and get behind this guy <laughs> no you're not yeah that's not happening the cool what I, I was thinking the same thing with like star fox because you know it's on the 64 you reach the end of its memory essentially mm-hmm. and you have to turn around yeah it does it for you this game, you theoretically could just fly off into yeah. space yeah. and not hit anything. And I did that. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. You can just keep going. It keeps calculating the distance. It uh-huh. doesn't ever make you turn around. Uh-uh. I <laughs> mean, it probably like tells red. you to turn around, it but tell, if you, yeah, but if you don't. You like, hey, fuck face, you're going the wrong <laughs> way. But it's never like, we're going to prevent this from continuing We're taking over happen. your control to make yes. sure you go. Yeah, um, yeah there, there are things like that that make me think like, eat. Yeah, it's kind of, honestly, I think a lot of my frustration with this game would have been solved had it been set on planets. Yeah, you do half the missions on planets. Like in atmosphere, you mean? This game's incredible. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, because you're flying at a space station and and you can barrel roll and change your position. It's just, it gets really When you first heard about this game, what was the first thing that came to your mind? Uh, I'll just, I, I won't make you guess. For me, it was the the opening of Empire. No. Yeah. Yes. Opening of Empire, the, the, the attack on Hoth. No, opening of... Oh. Yeah, yeah. It is Okay, Empire. sorry. Hoth or the space battle? Because there's, no, no, there's no. a space Hoth, battle at the Hoth. beginning of Jedi. On Hoth. Okay. The You know, they're doing bombing runs, trying to take out the shield. You think of things like that. At least mm-hmm. I do. Or maybe attacking the Death Star. But again, the Death Star then becomes your planet. It becomes grounded yeah. in the Death Star. Those are the two main battles you think of when you think of Star Wars, you know, spaceship fighting. And there's nothing really like that. They kind of try to do one. There is there is a down in the trench on one mission that I did. I don't know if you got to that one. I don't remember, but I... You had to go in. That might have actually been that last mission, is you had to fly around 
it was like it was almost like a cloud city like it was a circular spaceship but when you got up to it it was big enough that you like turn it on its side and then that becomes the ground and you're flying along the trenches Mm -hmm. and that was really cool but it was the only mission like that and i think it was mission nine or ten yeah i yeah there i remember there being a couple missions where i would try that on a space station where i'd be like okay this is its ground and this is mm-hmm. how I'm going to treat it. And I felt like I was flying fine. Mm-hmm. And then you get out into space and you get turned around and it's at a clock, like a sideways angle. It's like, well, I can't, it's yeah, difficult to change your brain to yeah handle that. Um, but let's talk about mechanics. I don't know, like things that made this a little different than, well, I just want to reiterate the point that the, the game became, 500% more enjoyable with the flight stick. So if you're going to play this game, I recommend you do it that way. It's just because it feels cool. It feels cool to fly a spaceship. It wears off pretty quick because it's still I think pointless space battles. There's yeah. a version of this that also is VR, and that would be kind of cool, that, yes. I think. Uh, my One of the things working against the game for me is just the bias that I had against it of the PC version refused to launch for oh, me that's right. in every, every capacity. didn't matter what I did, how I tried it or reinstalled it, uninstalled it, reinstalled it, looked up solutions online. And basically everybody said, yeah, EA is like, fuck off. We're never going to fix this thing that makes it not launch for some people deal with it. And so I was like, Oh cool. So I can't ever play an actual good version of this that will let me use the flight stick. Um, I tried doing the game pass version streaming and boy is that a fucking mistake yep i did that it's bad the controller (laughs) lag is unplayable for how precise it demands you to be even when it's yeah i i I couldn't do it yeah it was it was awful so having that kind of bias put me in a sour mood of even trying to give it a chance so there are some things about it that i think maybe conceptually are neat if certain parts of the controls had been tighter, it would have worked better. Like the, they're trying to make this be a more accessible sim, but still a little arcadey. And so the different power level stuff, the redirecting, um, I guess it's the same thing. Like, like either, Oh, I'm going to go way heavy on my shields or I'm going to change if my shields are at the front or the back, I'm doing speed instead of, my lasers mm-hmm. instead of my shields, you know, that that's a cool. And just one, one quick button to do it to switch between. But also if you want, you can hit, you can change the options. So you have the granularity of, I'm going to do it bit by bit, which I think on the, on PC, especially with a flight stick, you totally could mm-hmm. make it that granular, well, which could be really neat. I don't know about those specific, those, the balancing of those three. There, I you, think there was just buttons in the menus. You could get very granular and how much you wanted to, to put in that was with all versions oh, okay. however i tried to map those better onto the stick on the stick it was really hard so with the hotas stick you have on your the joystick on your right hand you have a little thumb dial that is a uh eight point directional dial oh yeah which is really cool mm-hmm. like being able to like switch weapons with that felt really cool yeah um but like changing where your shields that, the were focused. Of that stick was the the shield. Yeah. Uh, 
speed and yeah yeah exactly but so on other on the on the controller you could hold a button down to then focus your your shields if you wanted them forward or back yeah 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 I could not get that to work with a key bind for holding a button down to then using that stick. Hmm. It, it, just because of how many button prompts there uh-huh. were, it was super confusing on how but, to get that to so work. So this is actually this goes back to you're saying diff, it is difficult to master, but it is also difficult to learn. But I did have one moment where I flipped to to putting all of my power into speed, boosted away, did the power slide to flip back flipped it back to shields that put it up front and then once i got close flipped it back to lasers and like that whole sequence i felt like an absolute badass it felt so good in you know my six hours of play i did that exactly one time every other time i'm fumbling with it i'm like fuck like you never feel powerful that's a bad time ratio yeah what I think it needed to have done, like the problem is, is that those situations are so granular where it's like, oh, how cool. I mean, how great would it be to have shields on my ass when I'm getting chased by mm-hmm. another ship? And it almost would benefit if you could do a co-pilot mode. You oh, have, like the second person. So you could call it out. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the second person is controlling the shields and the that what you're shooting. That would actually be really cool. One one thing I really wish they would have spent more tutorial time on was like evading missiles because it said you can do it mm-hmm. and you want to deploy countermeasures when you get to a certain point when it's attacking you mm-hmm. and that was one of my biggest frustrations with the game is that anytime I got tone on me I wanted to outrun it and chase it but mm-hmm. everything I felt like I needed to do was the exact wrong move uh-huh. and I just wish I had. It, yeah, it never yeah. tells you if you're out of flares and all you've got is maneuverability, this is how you get away from a, a, a rocket. It never expresses that. And so when you do do it in the middle of a fight, there's so much other shit going on that you're like, I don't know what it was that I did that shook that missile. I did, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what it was that did that. So really <clears throat> poor player feedback of anything you're doing. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. might, like, honestly, if it just dropped you in, like, a sim within the game, you know, like a holodeck type thing, and is like, this is how, just tr- just practice evading the missile six times in a row. Cool, you got that. Like, do something like that so that then once you're in the, the real scenario, I know I've got tone on me. I know if I boost and yank back on my throttle, it's going to lose it, you know? Then you at least have a base yeah. of how to do it, but it just throws I, you in the deep end i think the biggest part of the problem with the tutorial is that it was a one pass thing we're gonna stop gameplay to show you text uh-huh. then hit the button then fuck it yeah you just let's, yeah. Keep, let's just keep moving if it had a character if the characters had actually done what you just said like talked you through move mm-hmm. movements and maneuvers that would have been so much more interesting yeah because it's you like peppy to be like, use the boost to chase. Yeah. Do a barrel roll. Yeah. 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 Uh, speaking of Peppy, do we want to talk about the story and the characters at I was all? about to yeah. say, what did you guys think of the story? Oh, the story was actually really cool. Okay. See, I thought maybe that was it. They made it in-fucking-sufferable. So I was just mashing A to get through all the dialogues. I was like, don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. I just want to get back out flying. 
And so, like, so for context, what, what, how does it present the story to the player? Because I can tell you what kind of what I felt, and I don't know if it changes, which I kind of have a suspicion that it doesn't. But you have limited movement options in first person, and it's mm-hmm. just like turn your camera and look. Oh, there's a prompt. Hit a button, and it moves you to that location. At which point, you then are watching a mission briefing mm-hmm. that has lots of really stilted dialogue. Yeah, it's like, people that obviously were not in the same room recording their lines together. And then it's like, okay, peace, go do the thing we just said. It's it's and very it's very missed it. too. Those are that that's like you're just you're on rails and you can only go uh-huh. to like And I admit I did locations. not I as I said, I did not play very much of this, but I nothing was really interesting or out of the ordinary for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the names in this game are the most Star Wars-ass character names I've ever heard in my life. They're bordering on Justin Roiland. Yes. Alien names. Mm-hmm. Gloop-glop. Like, they're, they are so close to that as to be indistinguishable. Like What a planetary mindset you two share. Yeah, I guess so. Tell us about the story, Nick, since you're the only one who got it. So, broad strokes, you you play as both a so here's here, okay. This is a great time to break this down. I'm not a Star Wars guy. I don't care about Star Wars. I don't have any like idea about the universe. I've seen the first three, and the so I've seen I've seen episodes one through six. But that was when I was a kid, and I don't mm-hmm. care to go back, so I don't remember. Bad guys are the Empire. Mm-hmm. Good guys, rebels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that seems that seems counterintuitive that to me, but okay. Me For the <laughs> longest time, I thought rebels just de facto meant good guys. For a long time. That sounds oh, awesome. I can see that. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, you play from the perspective of one pilot from each faction, essentially. Yep. So you start off on the Empire side. In the prologue like the prologue. In the prologue, in the tutorial, because yeah. you, you're piloting an X-Wing anyways. Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of jump back and forth, and it tells the story. Basic, the basic broad stroke story is one of the higher-ups in the Empire. I can't remember his name. It starts with a J. Captain Lyndon Javes. That's the one, Captain Lyndon Javes. So he... Did you remember that, or do you have it in front of you? No, I've got the Wikipedia. Okay, reference. I was going to say, holy shit, what Absolutely. a pull. <laughs> so he I was hoping I could a... find a list of all the character names, because uh, they're so stupid, but it doesn't really have any in here. Yeah. So he, he starts to have a conscience about acts of war on what are essentially rebel refugees. Yeah. Oh, because that first mission, you're attacking yeah, yeah, yeah. like a, a port, basically, and a bunch of freighters are trying to leave, and the Empire is like... Kill them all. Fuck them. We don't care. And he's like, "Mm, I'm not cool with this. It felt to me like they were trying to recreate that Modern Warfare 2 mission. I don't know. That's a good point. You might as well be speaking Greek right now. Uh, In Modern Warfare 2, the original one, not the one that just came out. uh, You're you're undercover with a bad guy, and you go through a mall with LMGs just mowing down civilians. It's an airport, but yeah. Oh, that's right. And you can choose to not fire at all. And it doesn't make a difference make in what difference. happens in the mission, but or the you point can kill was... a whole bunch of civilians, which this did, because I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if this is like that, and I think I had a couple of times where they chastised me, like, why aren't you shooting? And I was just like, 
Why aren't you committing war crimes? Yeah, <laughs> I just didn't, just to see if it would like automatically fail me, and it, it didn't. It let, it let me go through, so anyway, continue. So anyways, so that, whatever his face, Javes, he defects to the rebels, mm-hmm. and... Like four years, so four years after like his mission where he defects and peels off, he shows back. He shows up at the rebels and he's commanding a new platoon, essentially, of these pilots. I can't remember what they're called. Vanguard squadron. Vanguard squadron, um, and he basically devises this new program for the rebels to create a super weapon using parts from Imperial. Mm-hmm. battleships and stuff mm-hmm. essentially so you're like the new guy on the block you are the you know the hot young gun that's come up and been recruited to this this squadron um i thought it was really funny how they would be like oh so you're that stud pilot out there and you're like i barely survived <laughs> it almost feels... i shot like two people yeah. <laughs> it feels like you are the make-a-wish kid. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, they let you along, and they're like, wow, check out this crack pilot. And meanwhile, yep. you're just spiraling that, off into nowhere land while That explains else why your character's voice lines sound so out of place <laughs> among everyone else when they talk. I didn't know my character had a voice. So they when talk? You, when you start yeah. The game, when you start the game, you create your character. Right. And you pick a and voice. And you pick a voice and a name and a face. I thought it was most. It was like Dark Souls. You pick them just for the grunts no. as you're flying. So they are... actually speak, but it's yeah, they, may, act... they may as well not because it's... It, it's... <sighs> Do you guys know what the phrase combat barks means? Yeah. That's literally all it is. They like, don't really have lines. Scratch one bad guy. It's yeah, basically yeah. that. And so, so like there will be all the actual named voiced characters in the story doing stuff and then it'll be like boy we really got him and it is so out of place because they let you pick one of like six different options for the voice that you have every time that happened i thought who the hell is talking yeah your character is so the funny thing is is that i don't remember my rebel character but i remember my imperial rebel because i gave him the most like, snivelly British bad guy voice. No, just almost oh, ob- obvious son of a bitch evil guy. Oh. And so anytime I just, I, it was a fun role play of just relishing being this imperial asshole. It was, it was fun. Anyway, story. Back to story. Back to story. So, so you're trying to as rebels capture different ships and bring them to the location of this big super weapon that's being created. Project Starhawk. Project Starhawk. Um, and right. as the rebels, you're playing the opposite side. You're just trying to, you're trying to find where this rebel super weapon is. Sorry, you said rebel, but you meant Imperial. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Imperial. See, this is going to become yeah, a problem. Yeah, yeah. But as, so as, as an Imperial, you're trying to find the rebels special weapon and, decommission it before they have a chance to use it uh-huh. basically like i said i'm not a star wars guy but if you recycled the whole death star and then flipped it to be a rebel instead of an empire it's the same exact premise oh okay so they're, they're creating this big thing that doesn't quite work yet right. but once they want upon completion it'll be a planet destroyer it'll be this insane uh-huh. weapon that will hopefully turn the tides in the rebels favor mm-hmm. it'll be the best mega Yes. So there's a whole, there's, there are a lot of like really shoehorned. I, I felt like 
story points between like the guy that defects captain javes his underling from the very jump is like on a mission to destroy him because she felt betrayed mm-hmm. but the, all that ends up becoming not that big of it like I mean, oh, I was gonna say, does she flip at the end and actually join him? No, no, no. Oh, there okay. was there. I, I know what you're talking about. There were an, enough beats that she, like, you specifically say, you're focusing too much on going after Javes and compromising our mission doing this. Yes. There are enough times of that that I was like, okay, I see where this is headed. So, the, at the ver- at the end, the Empire finds the Rebel weapon, and they go in to destroy it. And the Rebels are basically faced with this choice of. Well, do we sacrifice this one piece of hardware that's near completion and get everyone out so that they can create more of these Starhawks? Or do we stick stick here and die and hopefully keep them from destroying this weapon? And so obviously the Rebels make the choice of abandon the machinery, but bring everyone out alive. Um, and Captain Jave's acts as a scapegoat basically he like he he branches off the from fall the rest guy. of the squadron he's the fall guy and he goes out well and if if it's on purpose if he's like i'm gonna draw them off i guess fall guy is more like yeah he martyr, is the maybe, martyr. maybe yes. a little more appropriate. Yes. okay sacrifices himself sacrifices to... himself so that everyone else can get away yeah and okay. because of that so at the end of everything the empire does come in and destroys that weapon but they still have all the people who are a part of the mission, mm. a part of the Operation Starhawk or whatever. So they're going to start mass producing them. They have so the knowledge like, still. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Mm. Yeah. If you had asked me what the plot was, I would have said, yeah, Empire guy defects, uses his inside info to help them steal a Death Star or a Star Destroyer to then retrofit into some kind of super weapon. Yep. That's that's kind of all I got, which is, yeah, turns out that's it. Yeah, that's broad that's strokes. It. Yeah, it just, the, that's the thing. It wasn't told in a compelling way because, yeah, it's just through these click on this person and talk to them. That is the least interesting way to tell and a story. And they just talk at you, Ugh. and that's it. Yeah. Well, especially Instantly forgettable. Well, especially where the best, the best part of the game is the flying. Like, I yeah. don't want to, like, walk around this hangar mm-hmm. and. And it does feel it like It feels a tacked chore. on. Yeah. Well, yes. It's like they realized after they made all the flying missions, oh, we need to have something that like stitches this all together, uh-huh. and we do not have the time or the budget to actually develop any kind yeah. of engine, first-person navigation, even walking through. Oh, no, we can't just do menus. That'll be way too obvious that we really just slap this together. Let's do this. Yeah. I, mean, just, I don't know. Yep, yeah. A quick complaint. Another complaint, the whole, like, you can outfit your your shit. Why? I was going to ask. Just have it. Did Just tell me what to take. I don't it. fucking know what the difference is between this ion cannon and the super ion cannon. Like, I don't give a shit. Just give me a chip and let's do this. Did it's not like you... you're actually getting, say, you know. Perks. Or, perks or loot yeah. drops or this is a very obvious huge benefit to this stat but a huge downgrade to this stat balance it out it's more like this one's a little bit better than the one you had you did no or you can just keep using the one that's just fine it is it is a distinction a little bit like that but they're ultimately they ultimately feel meaningless it's like burst fire versus non-burst fire or 
You're not auto <laughs> turret. You're not in control enough for that to make a difference. Exactly. That's exactly yes. the problem. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Well, so I like the variation of ship design. There were some cool ones. That was um, one of my few notes that was yeah. not negative. Was oh, it actually lets you pick the different ships because they seem like they handle a little bit differently. I got far enough For at sure. least to be in an A wing instead of an X wing, mm-hmm. and it really did hand, feel and handle significantly differently. Yeah. So as far as that goes, that's nice. So Tie bombers, I think, were one of my favorite favorite Imperial ships because uh-huh. they had like a, a laser beam that was like supercharged yeah. and you, you would activate it and it would just stay constant. And so you could just shred shields and oh, things. Man. So it was, there was some cool, yeah, there was some cool aspects to certain ships, but other ones, it's like the TIE fighter way too fast. Like yeah. not made it very hard to aim. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. so one of the later missions that you were talking about where you, you fly in this different type of ship and you have the ability to like drop shields or shoot. Basically you shoot health bombs to people or whatever. Yeah. The, you could do both of those. I think. Yeah. You could either a health bomb for oh, your, your turrets, teammates turrets were a and thing. You could drop turrets and then you could also shoot an ion blast. I think that would drop shields. So you're entirely support you're entirely to help support. other people, but and you don't cool have idea, offensive on your own. I don't think the AI was smart enough to take advantage of it because routinely I'd nail one with the thing that dropped its shield. Yeah. The ion cannons. Nothing would happen to it, yeah. and then its shields would come back up, and I'm like, "Where the fuck are my my support that's supposed to be taking these guys out?" Remind like, me, was there something in the menus with tell your squadmates to attack this target that I'm looking at or whatever? Yes. yes. Is that what you're supposed to do with that Maybe, mechanic? Maybe that's so much to manage. Yeah. Because yeah. you're switching between either the mines or the ion or the health, and then on top of that, you're trying to manage your speed, your lasers, your and then on top of that, you're supposed to tell your squad. Like, it's so much to do. For this not being a multiplayer game, well, sorry, for it not being co-op, yeah. that that's too much to ask of the AI if they're not just immediately going right. to yeah. know that you dropped the shield. And then I attack. feel like on that mission, I did eventually kind of get into a groove where I dropped the shield, they'd fly by and blow it up, and i repeat. But it, but there was enough instances where I was like, nothing's happened. I'm hitting these. I have nothing that... I'm doing nothing. Yeah, no offensive capabilities. Yeah. 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 I think. Yeah. I was going to say what. How we should round out the rest of this conversation about things you liked or things you didn't like. We've talked a lot about things we didn't like. I, I got one last one is. Uh, is just the idea of dog fighting need to have been more fleshed out where I am trying to find an enemy ship to shoot and I cannot do it. I cannot mm-hmm. find anything. So there's different button prompts to cycle between uh-huh. enemies, but then yeah. it would also cycle friendlies. And it's like, God, why? Nick and I had a conversation one day complaining about that for like 15 minutes yeah. because why, why do I need to focus my attention and my fire on my teammates in only, any capacity? Only when you're a support ship. That yeah. makes sense. But sure. Turn it off for literally every other ship. Yeah. Yeah. If your teammate flies in front of a, a TIE fighter you're trying to take down and you hit the button to target, fuck you. You're shooting at your teammate yeah. instead of the TIE. So Why? There, there might be a more granular thing where you can say only target enemies 
target everyone or only target friendlies. There I is. Tried looking there, for there that. Is, and it there is. There seem like there it is an internal. There are internal menus for that because there's a button that. That is for your squad mates to shoot. Oh, well, yeah, because that. that's what I thought too. I thought that I thought for sure yeah. it meant uh, highlight enemies, highlight whatever. But I looked it up. It does. It meant who your teammates shoot. Um. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's say some likes because we all are at least met on this. Yeah. None of us are like this is horrible dog shit. Like. If you're into a flight sim and you're into Star Wars, boy, howdy, do I have a game for you. It looks fantastic. Yeah, I thought yeah. I have eight hands and four controllers. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> if you're the type of pervert that loves hyper-realistic simulators, I bet this would be really fun for you because it's not hyper-realistic, but it's way more realistic than we want. Yeah. We the, want a way more arcade shooter. The arcade nature of it, I thought, was really cool. Being able, like, getting into the groove of being like, okay... I need my guns to recharge, so I'm going to flip to speed mm-hmm. and just fly around, outmaneuver, mm-hmm. reposition, come back, turn power full on guns, and then just shred whatever oh I'm doing. I think about this game on planets, and it is incredible. Because like you just said, like flying through canyons or whatever, t- mm-hmm. like, yeah, shit, I'm, I need my, my stuff to recharge, flip to just maneuverability, and just... Ma- do something like, like oh, so that sounds there, so cool. There like, was there was the one mission. The concept of this game is the best part about it. There was one mission that took place in a, like a debris field where you had they primed uh, like fuel cells oh, that right. were that were yeah. that were disposed and they were just bombs. You mm-hmm. would just shoot to yes. then fuck up huge ships. That was cool because you you would actually fly between debris and you actually would maneuver. And so that was that was fun to do. My problem with that mission is I didn't realize that until like the end of the mission. So I like I did it like twice. And I, like it's just things aren't communicated super well. Yeah. I don't know. Some of the I mean, I might be misremembering actually cuz it might actually be more it might be more explicit. I can imagine you having a very hard time with that mission because there would be a huge group of enemies and it's like kill all these enemies and this huge corvette without the bombs i don't know how well you would have done like so you hmm. who knows i don't know maybe you did get farther than me. i don't i don't, <laughs> I don't know so th- they all all the missions blend together that is also a problem I, it's just i mean granted it now has been like three weeks since i last played so it's been a while but yeah that's true yeah there's just nothing that memorable about, memorable about any specific instance okay nick what did you really like I didn't get nearly as far as you blokes did. Um, I did think it, I mean, it, it seemed like from here's what I did. I went on YouTube and I watched a game through a gameplay playthrough and it included all cutscenes. So that's what, that's how I experienced the game. And it was kind of validating because the person playing through that game was having a real fucking hard time with the power <laughs> slide thing. And I was like, yes, I'm not the only one. And this guy who like, pretty clearly has played the game very well before you know is putting together this whole thing to showcase the game is having an issue with this same thing that i struggled with because i think that's where i fell off i was like fuck this i'm i can't get this power slide thing Mm -hmm. it the 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 little ring that i'm supposed to fly through won't go away 
and it was mocking me. So I just I just turned it <laughs> off. But I did think experiencing it the way that I did, which again was like gameplay footage, the story did do some interesting things. Like there was kind of this this meta story of, well, like because I mean you'd have NPCs or like people you know that are flying next to you saying like I like to know who I'm working for or you know what's the end game here what are we any better than them and so it, there was this feeling of as a rebel you know pilot like we need to we need to complete this mission but we need to do so in a way where we keep our distinctions from the empire so that like that i i thought mm-hmm. genuine effort went into that like that story arc and i thought that was really cool but from a gameplay standpoint i just i didn't get far enough in to know what I'm talking about. I, I just bumbled through. Like, I would love to see, I'd love to watch my entire playthrough from, <laughs> like, just, just you know, 500 feet up. Just, uh-huh. what the hell is he doing? Because yeah. I was just, I was bouncing off stuff. I had to, like, stop to recharge my shields just flying from point A to point <laughs> yeah. B. It was not pretty at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. Trevor? What did you like most? Um, I guess kind of like we already said. I think it's a really good concept. And it's just failed execution. Um, you can have the coolest, most well-told story you want, and if the gameplay won't facilitate you seeing it, it doesn't matter. That's the thing that's so tough. Is I don't think gameplay is the right word. You know. I mean, I'm not sure what the word would be. If you're like actively the fighting, mechanics of playing your the ship, game, especially with a flight stick, it's great. It all works great. It does exactly what it's supposed to do and what it's trying to do. It's just not any fun. Maybe, <laughs> honestly, maybe <laughs> there needed lo- to be more auto aim. Yeah. So, because like we said, how many times you're targeting somebody and you're like, I'm trying to bring my aim around to bring my weapons to bear. And right as I do, they turn and just zip, zip past me, and it's like, cool, I don't know where the fuck they went. That was a constant problem. Part of me is like, you're making your AI be too too smart. Like, they need to be kind of dumb. No. You need to... Ha- because, yeah, you're chasing... Yeah, yeah. It need, they need to... The thing is, is it might be that they are too dumb, and so they're just, they're just told, stay within a range of the player. And so it's constantly mm. zip, it, and it needs to be smart, more more smartly programmed to be like, if they're behind you, let them follow you for a little bit. Yeah, like it needs to have all these nuances, and I don't think it does. I think it's really dumb AI, and it's just follow this person. Yeah, I've and read, so it ends up just circling you and whipping past you. I've read a couple things um, recently, not necessarily as like uh, like game criticism it might have been from um like the developer end but that you have to you have to allow your players to feel like they're a badass and so it's not just oh we need to make this difficult it's make it seem like it's difficult and that it's a challenge they're overcoming but at a certain point you need to let them indulge in the power fantasy of being the protagonist of the game right because if you don't ever do that and if you can't facilitate that then you're going to end up with what most of us experienced which was this doesn't feel good to play james had the one instance out of 
300, whatever right. it was, combat instances of where he felt incredible and everything else, he was fighting it the whole time. Yeah. That sucks, and it yeah. makes you not want to play it. Yeah, there. so my, my favorite thing or portion of the game was kind of speaking to what you said, Trevor, of feeling like a badass, where I actually kept dying on this mission a bunch, but I could tell I was like, I want to surmount this. Like, this is actually... I don't think this is necessarily being cheap. It's just me not doing this appropriately. Mm-hmm. There's a mission where like you're 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 blowing up like fuel reserves and then and then a bunch of rebels come in. Mm-hmm. And so you can kind of anticipate them coming in. Oops. And that was fun because it was like, okay, I have all these ships coming at me. I'm going to have to plan how I'm going to intercept them and zip around and take and basically take cover. And yeah, one mission out of a a bunch made me feel like a cool pilot, but a lot of the other, it just most of them did not. So, yeah. all right, I think we've. I mean, look, not every video game can just be Titanfall Two. That's true. Okay. Well, that's been Star Wars Squadrons. Yeah. I don't have much else to add. Yeah. Um, play it if you're super into that sort of thing. And you have a Hotas, then yeah. go for it. World's okayest video game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay. You know when kids in the '80s were like, "I can't wait to play a Star Wars video." This is probably what they were envisioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is something to be said for that. Yeah. I'm gonna just want to play. When uh, was the last time any of you played? Um, was it just called Rogue Squadron? Yeah. The GameCube game? Never. Literally never, never played did. it. Did oh, you play the 64 it? game? That was the first one, I believe. No. If it's a 64 yeah, game. I think you're right. Yeah. Is know, it 64 first? I know is because when I was searching YouTube to watch a playthrough, I for some reason my brain was like, eh, it's called Rogue, Rogue Squadron. All right. And then I was like, what the fuck? Nintendo 64? <laughs> so, oh, they. I think they did make a GameCube sequel. I remember liking that game a lot because it, it was set because it was set on a planet. It wasn't set in space. Probably none of yeah. yeah. Do you guys also remember back Naboo Starfighter? Yep, remember that. I do remember Jedi Starfighter. I've well, actually I've heard that one's actually all right. There's Star Wars Episode One Pod Racing. Pod that? Racing. Right. No, there it. was. Um, so you know how they made the first two Battlefronts like forever ago, and then they made the new versions of yeah. Battlefront way more recently. So before they did those two newer versions, they were work there was work done on a Battlefront 3 and a video that I think it got leaked because it wasn't like supposed to come out but it anyway. Um what they were trying to do was you could have battles on planet and then you could just fucking just fly out of orbit and just go immediately into space, no transition, it would just go. And That's everybody cool. saw that and was like Dude, sign me the fuck up. This looks incredible. And then it ended up getting canceled, and they've never done anything like that since. Did they use... That would be amazing. So I was going to ask if this has any relation to those Battlefront games, because I know with Killstreak perks or whatever, you can then fly in a TIE fighter or whatever in that game. And I wonder if they took like the bones of that and then built this out from that? You mean the way that they're making that Skull and Bones pirate game from Ubisoft that is just black flag pirate mechanics yeah but kinda. its own game yeah kind of possibly really maybe i don't know but maybe okay hmm. anyway well 
Oh. Yeah. I, I don't know. Say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Yep. Amen. <laughs> we'll be back next week with another game. With another cool video game. Which I think we actually know what it might be. Yeah. We could say. Or not. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It's a surprise. Tune in next week. For Skull the Hero Slayer. Ah, shit.